Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the USMLE Guys podcast. My name is Dr. Paul. In today's episode, we are doing another USMLE Coaches Corner episode. This is something we previously recorded from our YouTube channel, and I wanted to share with you here today. We will be talking about one of the common problems that our one-on-one coaching students are experiencing, sharing with you what's going on and how to fix it so that you can move forward with your own USMLE preparation without any worries. And if you want to work with us one-on-one or you want to learn more about how we can help you prep for your USMLE exams, don't forget to visit our website, usmleguys.com. All right, let's dive in with today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. My name is Dr. Paul. Today I want to talk to you about something super important, which is if you want to match into a super competitive residency, what can you do? Now, I don't care if you are a foreign grad, an IMG, a Canadian grad, a US grad, matching into a very competitive program or residency as a whole is challenging. But if you put the right things in place, then you have a great shot no matter where you're coming from, no matter what school you went to. So today, I'm gonna walk you through a few steps that you can put into place to improve your chances. There's never a guarantee, but I wanna help you improve your chances to the absolute max to help you get into your dream residency program. Now, before we dive in, if this is your first time here, I wanna welcome you. If you have not yet subscribed, hit that subscribe button, set up notifications. I will let you know every time we release a brand new episode. And if you do find this to be useful, do me a huge favor, hit the thumbs up button below and share it with your colleagues if you think it can benefit them as well. All right, now, when it comes to getting into a super competitive residency, you wanna always understand that you can do everything right But at the end of the day, sometimes it just doesn't work out. And that's the nature of super competitive, not a lot of positions, a lot of people applying. But if you're watching this, you have the desire to put everything in place. So the first thing you need to do, and this is probably a no brainer, is you need outstanding scores. It doesn't matter if you have amazing LORs, if you have a great personal statement, a great backstory. If you don't have excellent USMLE scores, now a pass on your first attempt with step one and a phenomenal CK score, if you don't at least have those in place, you just won't get your foot in the door. Scores are going to get your foot in the door. Then everything else will help you get the job. But you need those scores to at least get your foot in the door. So make sure you put a ton of energy into getting outstanding scores on your USMLE exams. The second thing that you need to do is make sure that you set yourself up with outstanding rotations in that specific field and get outstanding, very super personalized letters of recommendation from someone who is practicing in the field you wanna get into. If you wanna get into orthopedic surgery, it probably won't cut it that you have a letter from a general surgeon, okay? Now, you wanna make sure that you have at least one. If you have a couple, that would be even better. And then any of your ancillary letters of recommendation should be from someone within a similar specialty. So for example, if you wanna get into orthopedics, You wanna get as many LORs from orthopedic surgeons as possible, and then maybe your third LOR is from a general surgeon. A general surgeon's LOR would hold a lot more weight versus let's say a family medicine LOR because it's a surgical specialty you're trying to get into and you want letters from surgeons. Surgery is very, very demanding. So you want people who can vouch for you and really think you have what it takes to do well in that specialty. The third thing, and this is so important, is to find people who have matched in that specialty. So if you wanna get into derm, orthopedic surgery, find people who have matched and 
you know, ask them if you can sit down with them for five, 10, 15 minutes and ask them everything that they've done. What were their grades like? Where did they do their rotations? What were their LORs like? everything you can to get a big picture of what they had in place that allowed them to be successful. Because if you know what people did to get to where you want to be, you can then, you can then simply emulate that, right? The old, the old uh, adage, success leaves clues. Find out what successful people have done, and then you can follow along in their footsteps. Because if you don't do that, you're kind of just trying to figure it out on your own. And there's no need to do that because people have already done it. So you might be saying, well, how do I do that? Go to LinkedIn, go to Facebook, go to Instagram, find people who have done it. They're out there. With social media today, it's very easy to find. So find them, you know, reach out to them, ask for a favor, ask them the right questions, and that will help you at least know what you need to do to put yourself in a position to be successful. Now, the next thing you want to do sort of piggybacks off of the last point, which is build your resume slash CV backwards. Meaning when you go to apply for residency, what would your ideal CV and resume look like? think about it and outline what it would look like. You're sort of thinking into the future and that way you know exactly what you need to start doing every day. So take what you want to do, what you want to accomplish, take what other people told you they did to be successful in the match into that specialty, build your CV and your resume two, three years down the road and then every day you have a list of things you can start chipping away at. Maybe you need a ton of research. Maybe you need to do a lot of volunteer work. Whatever it is, have an idea, put it on paper, and then every day just work towards achieving those goals. If you start this early enough, you should be able to accomplish everything and anything you need to put yourself in a position to be extremely competitive for these positions. And the final tip I have is just start as early as humanly possible. If you know going into med school that you want to be a dermatologist, you want to get into orthopedics, start early. Find people, like I said, that have done it. Ask them what they did. Figure out what kind of scores you need and just start as early as possible. If you can start earlier, you don't have to stress as much. You have more time to figure things out. You have more time to do a better job. It gives you more time to chip away at a big laundry list of things you're going to need to do. If you wait till the, the middle of your, let's say, fourth year, you have a lot to do in a little bit of time. Sometimes you just need that time. Sometimes you might be able to be uh, willing to do whatever you have to do, but there's just not enough time. There's not enough positions available. So start very, very early. That will give you the time you need to put everything in place. And that's really all there is to it. It's not all that complicated what you need to do, but of course, everything is challenging. Getting great scores, getting good rotations, getting great LORs, but these things can be accomplished if you start early and you work really, really hard. Just follow that strategy. And of course, nothing's a guarantee, but you're gonna do things that are gonna put you in the best position possible to succeed. Thank you all for sticking around until the end. I hope you found that to be helpful. If you want to learn more about how you can work with us, either one-on-one, -on -one, get access to our drill sessions, or our Step 1 or Step 2 CK coaching programs, don't forget to visit us at usmleguys.com. Thank you for sticking around. I hope that was helpful. We'll see you on the next episode. Oh,